1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Gaming Adventure Club Podcast. I am Manny G once again, and I am joined as always by my friend and yours TX Andy Man. Hello, sir. Hello yourself, sir. Oh wow. Thanks.
0: <laughs> wow. What's up, dude?
1: Oh, not a whole lot, man. Not a whole lot. I I am at the end of a long day. I am exhausted. I totally yeah. forgot to do the whole, uh, uh, we're talking about, uh, this and that, but first I'm blah, blah, blah. So, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. messed up the intro. <laughs> Good wanna times.
0: S- you want to just leave it? Just leave yeah. it. Yeah, Just be like, okay, we're fine. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we're, totally no, we're all friends dude, here, it's right? Been a long. That's right. That's right. We, we, mm-hmm. it's been a long week, dude. It's been a long week for you. It's been a busy week for me as well. Uh, so yeah, you know,
1: I think I think we're we're loud, we're loud, Manny. Yeah, it's okay, it's That's not right. bad, dude. Everything's no, gonna work no. out. I okay. um I got to play some some uh some games a little bit. What I did you played get into? uh, Bless Unleashed Beta. Okay, that is uh, so there was a game that released a while ago called Bless Online, and. Mm-hmm. It horribly flopped. It's an MMORPG for the PC, and it was released in different parts of the world, and every place it was released, it failed. Like miserably. Mm. But whoever's putting this is uh, Bandai Namco, I believe they're publishing it now for the okay. console version of Xbox. Mm-hmm. Really cool assets. It's a, it's a nice game, and um, but it was just there were just a lot of issues with it on the PC versions. And every, every region it got released in, it totally failed. And I, it was like over a year ago where we talked about it on the show. But like Steam was giving out refunds and stuff. That's just not something that always happens. Right. Yes, so it's right. like, this is a sinking ship. Here's your yes. money to get out. So... <laughs> So it's coming to console and it's it's a totally different, it's supposed to be a totally different game from the ground up. Of course, they're using a lot of the old assets and lore and stuff, but it's a combo based action uh, combat system. Right. So I jumped in there, I played around with a couple of classes and it actually felt pretty good. Like I was okay. like impressed. I thought, well, hey, this feels good. It feels good with the controller. So um, I played that for a little bit and it's just—it's an open beta. It has been for the most most of the month, and mm. it's probably still in beta for a bit. But I—I I played that, and it was okay. I've been logging into Gwent, and okay. what else did I? I, I re-downloaded Diablo three on my Xbox. Very nice, dude. I sense so. uh,
0: that we're going to be doing that here. Very soon. <laughs>
1: I, th- I think so. This, the next season was, was it the 22nd, I think? Something like uh, that. You know what? When
0: the the last time I looked, the the next season had not been announced. The end of the current season, which I believe is 18, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: already passed. It already happened. I think it was the beginning of the month. But they had yes. not yet announced the uh, the start date for the next season. Gotcha. gotcha. That makes sense. So I, I know everything I've seen said uh, uh, probably the end of November.
1: Here we so. go. the thegamer.com patch 2.6.7 is live now, and Blizzard has revealed details around the upcoming Diablo 3 season 19 starting on the 22nd. yeah, There you go. A, Very a short, nice.
0: A few short days away. Um, yeah. Cool, though. Uh, you know what? I'm not terribly excited about the the buff this season, Yes. Um, I think it's like combos or something like that, you know, the Yeah, more...
1: well it's like kill streaks.
0: Yes, your kill streaks and like, the more uh... kill streaks you have, the the buff, the more buffs <laughs> that it gives you. Yes. If you mm. get
1: a kill streak of 15 exploding chickens seek and destroy. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's right. Oh man.
0: <laughs> so, you know, I mean, like whatever, dude. I'm more excited about yeah. the seasons that buff like sort of off the beaten path. Uh, sets, you know, stuff that none of us use. Because like me, I generally stick to Demon Hunter and I'm probably Mm going to keep using the same build, the same, you know, like the same everything that I always use, which is fine. It's a lot of fun and it's fun to kind of start from scratch. But um, I don't know. I think this time I'm going to force myself to use something totally different. You know, as in a different class. Yeah, I'm going to go with Monk. Oh, I think you like Monk a lot. Yeah, Monk I'm going to just
1: go then. Monk is beautiful. I love Monk. Yeah. Monk has a new set. Monk and the Crusader both have new sets. So, some new cool. new gameplay. Very nice. There you go.
0: So I'm going to I'm going to do that in preparation for, you know, the future,
1: manny. The future. I know, man. I've been trying to get stuff together uh for the uh in I case know, you man. guys missed last week's episode, Andy and I are going to start a a a, a uh, side what do you call that? A side piece? Is that what they call it? A a, a secondary podcasting project. Mm -hmm. And it's about Diablo four. So the game's not going to be out for uh, an eternity. So we're just going to do a few episodes going over all the info we have now. And then we're going to take a break until we hear more news from Blizzard and then we'll kick it up again.
0: I think perfect for our current, uh, Sort of, uh, season the current season of our yes, lives,
1: right exactly. <laughs> but the, uh, all the uh, all the info is basically there, like, so we don't, it's not like you have, we, there's a ton of work to do to prepare um, for the shows, but mm-hmm. um, so it'll be fun. I'm, I'm
0: really excited about it. Well, dude, so am I, man. I'm, I am ready to be, uh, to take a break from Monster Hunter, dude. I think I have. Uh I have come to a place where uh you know that the the, mm-hmm. the improvements on my build are minuscule. I mean, I'm I'm looking for a specific decoration, you know what I mean? Like mm, one yeah. out of, you know, hundreds. So the odds of me getting that. And and it's not even like uh a, a game-changing uh tweak. It's just a minuscule tweak, man. My build is solid as solid as it comes man i've got the 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 only thing i don't have is like the the elusive uh uh attack four jewel which gives you two attack uh uh, slots for your uh attack bonus but attack isn't even as good as it was in the base game you know where Hmm. i think as you'll recall attack was uh, uh attack boost was a very like desired it was the bee's knees dude. Yeah, it was a desired perk because it, you know, sort of buffed your base damage, but in master rank, I think the buff to your base damage is less uh, uh, of an impact than uh, your your crit percentage because it's based on uh, uh, the uh you know the the base damage of your weapons which are so much more than they were in in base game. Uh, yeah. That that the the minuscule I think is like plus ten, and then it kind of goes up incrementally. Incrementally, is not that boost is not as good as if you would get from you know the percentage boost that you get from like crit eye or crit boost or weakness exploit. So, mm-hmm. so it's not even a useful decoration. Is the point I'm trying to make? Well, so. Hey. I'm so are ready, you ready to, for a, a little break? I'm ready to do other <laughs> yes, I'm ready to do
1: other <laughs> stuff. For sure, man. For sure. Nice. 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 Yeah. Well, cool man, Andy, we've got uh yes. we've got a podcast to do. We do, man, and we've got are some buzz.
0: We've got I th- I'm more excited about this week's podcast than are last you? week cuz last well, last week was a little like there wasn't a lot happening, you know? Mm. But this sure. week there's some stuff, bro.
1: Yeah, there were some cool things that happened this week. So first off, Andy, yes. do you have this story in here about, uh, Xbox Scarlet, man, what's going on with this?
0: Well, um, as we, at, well, I'm sure most of us <laughs> have experienced the same thing, you know, bated breath waiting for X, uh, 19 to come, come around and see, you know, waiting to see, we knew we were going to get some, uh, some game reveals, although the, 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 the you know, the type of game reveals Mm -hmm. that we were getting, we weren't expecting like huge reveals, right? We we were expecting products and indies and, and all that played out. But, uh, along with that, a lot of folks, I don't think that I was one of them. I mean, I was expecting X cloud news, but Mm -hmm. I don't know that I was really holding my breath for Scarlet news, but a lot of people were because it just made sense. You know, we had, we got the release date and we were sort of anticipating getting more uh, of a reveal, uh, about mm. what exactly we were going to get with this new console. That did not happen. <laughs> no, no, it didn't. But through some interviews, right. So through some every interviews, um, we were able to sort of tease out some information. Some of it might be speculation, but we got a little bit more, t- uh, to work on. So, um, this information, uh, comes from an interview that, um, uh, uh, they did with um, uh, oh, <laughs> Mr. uh, Mr. Booty, um, from uh, from, um, uh, from oh, Microsoft. Yeah, uh, Matt Booty.
1: <laughs>
0: yes. Yeah. Yes. That name always makes me giggle. But. Uh, <laughs> but. Matt
1: uh, Booty.
0: But yeah, they 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 uh they we were able to get some some more information. But mm-hmm. uh, if you from Tech Radar, um. We did get uh, just a quote here, a little excerpt. excerpt. Uh, we will have this is a quote from Mike Booty. Uh, we will have other beats throughout the year and other beats between now and the launch of Scarlet, where I think obviously we'll be sharing more news. Booty tells Tech Radar. When we asked about the absence of Project XCloud, or I'm sorry, Project Xbox Project Scarlet at X019, but we really want the focus of X019 to be about engaging with the fans um, and of course that was the game announcements uh, the huge announcements that we got for uh games coming to xcloud and and mm-hmm. uh game pass um but uh further in in the article uh despite not explicitly discussing xbox Project Scarlet Xbox's upcoming game lineup does give us a pretty good taste of what to expect when it comes to next-generation Xbox games. Xbox isn't holding these games for Scarlet's release, a move that would, on paper, make much more sense. Make make much more sense. Instead, Microsoft wants to emphasize that the leap to Scarlet doesn't mean other consoles in the Xbox family or their owners are being left in the dust. The future of xbox aims to include the whole family suggesting that the newly released titles uh the company has announced today and plan to reveal in the near future will be cross-generation compatible with both xbox scarlet and uh xbox one so that's really good yeah uh, it is um I think because you know, I mean, just this week, you know, we were uh, part of uh, the other announcements that they got at uh, um, at uh, X 19 were some of the Black Friday deals, right? Which included some really nice price points for um, the S and and mm-hmm. the X.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, that's
0: right. And, and the discussion came up, right? What, like, is it worth buying an Xbox One uh, X? with mm-hmm. a new console so close, right? Yeah. Um and a lot of these folks are people that are either already playing on PC or PS5 and so do they want to make a big investment uh in the next generation of Xbox? Let's say I'm a PS main or a, or a PC main. Um do I want to purchase the the next console that microsoft is coming out with you know so this might be good news for folks like that right that um that maybe it's a good entry point um for an older version of of you know this this generation or i'm sorry uh, this generation's console with something new coming around the corner and and knowing that it'll still be supported uh even when the new console comes out right so yeah I mean, I yeah, guess that's I, good news.
1: I really like their whole take about their just their whole philosophy about crossplay, and mm-hmm. uh, and 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 not only that, but with uh, with all of those games, uh, I guess uh, backwards compatibility is what I meant to say rather. Mm-hmm. Right. So whatever games you have now on Xbox, and you buy Scarlet, the, all those games will work on Scarlet. Mm-hmm. which is which is great. I was watching an interview today with Phil Spencer and he and uh, he did an interview with IGN and I thought it was pretty interesting because he was explaining it like upgrading parts on your PC. Let's mm-hmm. say you have a computer and then you you upgrade your graphics card. all of a sudden, all of your old games they don't just stop working because you have a new graphics card, right? So right. I mean it, it makes sense for consoles too. And it, it is better for us, right? As gamers, it's not necessarily better for Microsoft because if you get a version that's like upgraded or whatever, eventually coming to the new console, then you're probably faced with a situation where you might buy the title a second time, right? Right. Which is good for them. Right. But instead they're saying, you know what? All those games, those titles, they come with you. So that's huge. That is something that is really customer focused. And Phil did mention that, um, as he began to pitch that idea that a lot of people were like, what, like really, like, do you really want to do this? Like early in development when they, when they knew this was the road to take. So I don't know, man, I, I think it's great.
0: Yeah. And then just to finish up the article, um, It's an approach that could give Microsoft leverage over Sony in the future, helping it to both retain and build a community over the entire Xbox family, especially when we take into account Sony is aiming to quickly transition its PS4 player base to PS5. So a different approach, right? The opposite approach. Um, I think we are really focused on delivering on that promise, Booty tells us, knowing that if a player invested in xbox if they invest in scarlet then they can make that investment and feel good about being an xbox owner and knowing that we're going to bring content content going forward which is going to range all the way from existing big franchises to announcements uh, about big ips so i mean the only thing that sort of comes to mind uh for me is how does how is how does the development of of future games uh, how is it impacted by sort of I don't want to say hamstringing but uh, making that developer ensure that the, those new games that are trying to take advantage uh, mm-hmm. of much better technology still run on older consoles. Well, I think
1: it works out for the developers as well because just the install base is so much mm. larger on the old consoles. Right. So I think eventually you'll see that shift where games are exclusively for the, the like Scarlet, for instance, or PlayStation right. 5. But I think mm. at least for the first year or so, you're going to see a lot of publishers that make their games for the new consoles and the old consoles because... Cross-compatible. There's so many people who, you know, millions and millions and millions of people who own an Xbox One or who own a PlayStation 5 or PlayStation 4. So although yes, Sony's strategy is to move people to the PlayStation 5 as quickly as possible, I mean, of course, like of course you want to do that. Like, yeah, I I make a new product. I want everyone to buy my new product as soon as possible. Yes. But the reality is is that people will stick with their PlayStation 4 for years to come. Right. And it's in yeah. Sony's best interest to keep those boxes relevant, I think. Yeah.
0: Well, and then it, especially in, you know, if the last uh if the last even the last two console generations, if they taught us mm-hmm. anything is that what we get at launch doesn't necessarily look not just uh physically right in terms of the profile but even in terms of the internal technology what we get at launch isn't always what we end up having you know towards the end of the yeah the, the cycle right think think the x and the ps um pro Compared mm-hmm. to the PS4 and the Xbox One X, right? And then of course they had, there was sort of that in between the S in mm-hmm. uh, Microsoft, uh, yeah. You know, in Microsoft's uh, case. So you know, guys like me, right? Like, I, I am I invested in the next uh, generation? Absolutely. Am I going to buy it right out of the gate? Probably not. You know, because I would rather spend my money on whatever the the fancy. You know, especially now that I got my hands on an Xbox One X. Yeah. Whatever that is going to be uh, in Scarlet's, <laughs> yeah. you know, iteration, right? So, so yeah, if it takes me waiting a year or two, and in the meantime, I'm still able to play all the new uh, IPs or, or, you know, whatever games are going to be released in the next generation, then it's a, worth, uh, it's a worthy uh, uh, sacrifice, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I really so. think that the answer for all this is just to get a gaming PC, Andy. <laughs> there you go. And we're good, bro.
0: <laughs> oh, you're going to sneak that one in every time, right?
1: Every time, uh, I, dude. There are games coming that I need you to play with me, but they're only on PC. <laughs> okay. I got to figure out something, buddy.
0: Well, you know what, dude? You know, Well, well it's going to happen. It's going to happen.
1: 2020 one of these is days. the year. 2020 Ooh. is the year. You guys hear it. Everybody... <laughs> Everybody write this down. <laughs> twenty twenty Andy Episode seventy seven. Yes. Okay. Wow. That's this great. I am I'm uh Episode I'm gonna 22. get a good night's sleep tonight, Andy, knowing that in twenty twenty <laughs> We're gonna gonna get some PC gaming going. Dude,
0: I'm telling you, I can't wait. You're building that addition in your house for me. So for when my (laughs) family finally leaves me because I'm I'm stuck playing WoW for you know 30 hours straight or something like that.
1: Dude, no, no. It's gonna be great. We're gonna it's (laughs) gonna be awesome. Your boys are gonna gonna be like, Dad, it's my turn. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be fun.
0: Nope. This is the dad rig, boys. You guys play on the consoles. Yes. Oh, man. Yes, indeed. Nice.
1: All right. Moving on. Uh, we got a story from uh, mm. our, our good friend. Well, let's see. Who dug this up? I believe it was Jason, right? At Kotaku? Schreier.
0: Yes, dude.
1: Yes. Oh, man. He's always digging up the good stuff. But it's a story about Anthem. Yes. Andy, do you yeah. remember before Anthem The game that Anthem refuses launched, to die. Yeah, <laughs> before Anthem came out, do you mm. remember where we put together like six episodes of all about Anthem? And it was an addition yeah. to the show. Yeah. Me, you, and Flav. Right. I was very excited and optimistic about Anthem.
0: We were all excited. I probably hung on the longest of all of us, but even I, you know, was shaken yeah. loose from that that
1: wagon. <laughs> you You know what really hooked me, Andy. Is when mm. the lead developer was talking about how they played so much Diablo and how yes. the whole, the whole, uh, just the whole system of Diablo, as far as like loot and end game gear and itemization, just mm. that whole idea really hooked me in this type of game. And I was really led to think that's what we were getting because mm. the developer said that was. Like a goal, yeah. So when the game came out, and it was definitely not that at all. Not that, nope. <laughs> it did even it, it
0: fell apart. Not even a little bit, Manny. There was nope. no semblance of Diablo to be found no. anywhere.
1: <laughs> yeah, it anywhere. was. It was. I was like, they didn't hire the right people. No, like, this is just yeah. wrong. Like. This is completely wrong. What happened when yeah. you said?
0: When you said Diablo Three, like, what were you actually talking about? Because you were talking <laughs> about,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I oh wanted to gosh. see Kazala at the at the, yeah. uh, the tower or whatever. Yes. Right. So yeah. All right, man. Tell us. Tell us the story, man. What's going on with the Anthem?
0: So Jason Schreier uh, put together one of his you know awesome. Uh, you know, you hear you heard it here first stories about how uh, EA and Bioware uh, weren't giving up on Anthem. You know, we all thought it was, you know, Beyond Dead. Uh, you know, like we, I yeah. think everyone pretty much had moved on, but apparently that is not the case. So uh, this, I found this article. It's not. It's not uh, Jason's actual. Uh, article it's more of a condensed version this one's from pc uh pcgamer.com but i encourage you all to go jason's a great source of good information read mm-hmm. that article i i uh, i implore you but uh from pc gamer by all appearances anthem is a game in serious trouble uh, that's an understatement <laughs> the launch <laughs> was a mess big plans have been abandoned uh It's lost some high-profile personnel, including the lead producer and head of live service. And the big seasonal event announced earlier this month didn't exactly make a huge splash. Electronic Arts has committed to sticking with it, but you can understand why fans might have doubts. According to Kotaku, however, reports on Anthem's impending demise are greatly exaggerated. And in fact... BioWare has developers in both Edmonton and Austin planning out a complete overhaul of the game, enough of a do-over that some people refer to it as Anthem 2.0 or Anthem Next. It's still very early days, to the point that BioWare and EA are still hammering out how it will be distributed through a series of updates, a major all-at-once expansion, or even as an entirely new game. However... It, uh, however, it's handled. The site said that most of its main systems, including the mission structure, loot, and the game world, will change drastically. Um, mm. And again, that's from PC Gamer. But uh, but yeah, there you go. Anthem next. Anthem 2.0. EA Bioware uh, refused to give up on the game. Um, you know, and of course, you know to me, you know some of the questions. Uh, that come to mind are, you know, for what purpose? Like what is their motivation mm-hmm. uh, to, to try to keep this game alive? You know, like, you know, anything that has Activision or EA's name attached to it immediately tells me that they want to find a way to make more money out of this. Right. Sure. Um, But I don't, I don't know, dude. Uh, uh I mean, Everyone, the the Anthem was such a monumental failure. Uh, not, not. I, I guess I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that because there are people that had fun in the game. I'm included in that. Well,
1: but it was it very financially successful. They but, sold but a it,
0: lot of copies. But it was a huge letdown, right? Yes. Like yep, everyone definitely. was disappointed in the game. <laughs> even if you like the game. I mean, I loved the game initially. Yeah, For the first oh, yeah. 100 hours. I love the game. And then it was a huge letdown. Uh, uh, And how do you, how do you resurrect that? I'm not buying. If they charge me for this update, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. And I don't think anybody would, Uh, you know, like, so, so, you know, you're not, we're not going to spend any more money on this game. So then what's the motivation, you know? Yeah. What, what well, here's what I think, Andy,
1: the game itself the concept of the game the Mm -hmm. world everything was just really really cool like people Mm -hmm. wanted this game to exist that initial trailer at e3 that we later learned was just not even real like Mm -hmm. it was completely unreal Mm -hmm. but the the world looked amazing the gameplay looked fantastic and the loot was promised to be amazing Mm-hmm. All those things we were so excited about, but mm-hmm. that is where they failed. We know, mm-hmm. thanks to Jason, that the game was in development for a very, very short amount of time. The yeah. actual game where we got at launch, yeah. they made that so fast. And no wonder why it was, uh, it failed in so many of our eyes because it wasn't finished. It was years right. from being finished. So I think that is a part of it. I yeah. think that they want to to kind of re-release the game, fixing all the issues because they never finished it. So the mission structure, the loot and the game world, all of those things failed for us. The yeah. missions were boring, they were quick and they were just disjointed. There were places where it's like, wait a second, this is happening in an order that doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And we know that's true. The loot, we already talked about that. The game world, what we actually got was nothing like those initial trailers from E3. The mm-hmm. world was shrunk way down. The details of the world were just way worse. It was it was a different game right. than what we were initially promised. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I would say they want to finish it. They want to finish the game and see what it could be because... If they can actually deliver on what was initially promised, then that's worth checking out. I think, but you're right, man. To charge people for that, I don't think you can do it. Only You've got to if give it, it costs, to the people who already
0: bought it. If, only if it costs nothing to experience that. I mean, seriously, <laughs> yeah. like that's the only way. That's the only way. Yes. I can't. I can't. I can't invest in an incomplete game right like it wasn't like it wasn't even in beta when we got it manny i played it in an alpha state you know what i mean and uh and for me i i looking back on it i think i was just lucky that's all rng was on my side and i got Mm -hmm. a lot of good drops uh until i stopped getting good drops and then the game was not fun it wasn't fun at all yeah so um uh yeah, dude. I I don't now. Uh, looking back, absolutely right. Like, there's so much potential there, and I've I've said it uh, time and time again. You know that the that, that w- there was something there. There absolutely, uh, and mm. maybe that's what they see. Right, like they're like, there's something here. There's something here, and it could be so amazing. L- let's see if we can't salvage this, but. Manny, I am tired. Ta- we've talked about this time and time again. I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted yeah. uh, of spending money on an experience that is not complete, man. And and I don't think I want to do that anymore. You know what I mean? No, um, yeah, dude. So you know, uh, this was sort of the, uh, you know, the example for me of you know, buying into the hype a little too soon, you know? So I don't know. We'll see, man. We'll see. We'll see uh, how it goes. The other concern for me is, uh, you know, kind of spinning it forward here a little bit, uh, you know, as part of this announcement, right? Jason's uh, reveal, I guess, that they mm-hmm. were working on 2.0 was also like sort of a passing remark in that same article about uh, them planning on a uh another mass effect game uh so yeah there's that right and then there's uh dragon age 4 which is also a thing BioWare is working on so you know given their recent track uh record do we trust that they can even pull it off even if they do right even if they say oh we're gonna invest time and resources in this well yeah you're working on that. You're working on a new Mass Effect game. You're working on a, uh, you know, you've been working on this Dragon Age experience, and your last two outings weren't weren't the best. You know what I mean? I know Andromeda. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people loved it. Eventually, it turned into something that was good, and then you know they bailed on it,
1: right? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So wasn't there I, some I, stuff planned that they had to cancel? afterwards yeah
0: they just they they abandoned that game so that was that's the other thing right like mass effect andromeda they turned it around and they totally bailed on that game they're like nope we don't even want to touch this game (laughs) anymore and they were actually riding the ship there and anthem which is like (laughs) like it's a meme at this point right They're like, no, no, there's something here. And that's what I mean. It tells me, like, they they just see the potential for them to make money off of it somehow. And I think they just want to leech the last, like, hype it up again. Promise that they're going to fix it. We promise. Probably charge people for it. They're going to pay for it. And it's going to be the same thing. It's going to be a mess. Not even... 10% 10% of what they promise or show you even. That's the thing. You can't even believe what you see with them. <laughs> Yeah. So, oh man, I don't know, dude. I, I may just be a little bit jaded here, but those are my thoughts. I, I don't know how you feel about it.
1: Well, Andy, I think the Bioware magic just doesn't work anymore. Mm-hmm. So they're going to have to put in the work. They're going to have to really just have a, an excellent plan they're gonna to have to manage the project properly and mm-hmm. they're just gonna to have to bring something that they've worked really hard to make and then mm-hmm. sell it once it's complete that's right. the only way i'm gonna buy a bioware product again yeah i don't yeah. just like you man i don't want to buy something that's half done it's not, not even, worth it
0: yeah not even half done i think half done is giving them uh too much credit almost you know Uh, yeah yeah. and who knows right as far as this uh, uh, Mass Effect story goes uh, it'll be Edmonton that's working on that Mm -hmm. Uh, it they still I mean it's all speculation right Uh, Mm -hmm. what exactly it's going to be is it going to be you know closer related more closely related to the original trilogy is it going to sort of pick up or or tie up the loose ends that uh, Andromeda left who knows, you know what I mean? Uh, obviously the mass effect franchise, uh, is a beloved franchise or has been a beloved franchise. And, you know, my hope is that they deliver. I haven't played a mass effect game since the second one. The first one really is the only one that I, that I really played from beginning to end. It was a great game. Um, mm. but, uh, but you know, I'm not, I'm not a huge, uh, RPG, uh, uh guy, so you know, it really wasn't something that I invested much more time in, but hopefully mm-hmm. hopefully it's something that they can pull off, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean it, it would be but good for go, Bioware maybe. to kind of get their prestige back, but you have to earn it, right? Mm-hmm. People aren't just gonna give it to you. So Yes, absolutely. Unfortunately.
0: Not after the last two
1: outings, I don't no. think. <laughs> so so man but that brings know. us Andy so, yeah. to uh to a yes. little more of this EXO 19. So yeah I guess we're getting into the mainish
0: topic, right? EXO 19 yeah, sure. and uh <laughs> and yeah, stuff. Why not?
1: Uh, and stuff. So yeah, we're talking about EXO 19 and then after that we'll we're going to mm-hmm. talk about uh Exilecon. Mhm. Which was yeah. which was amazing.
0: Yes. So but in terms of X019, we mentioned it a little bit earlier, a little foreshadowing, right? We didn't get a whole lot yes. in terms of uh, Scarlet, but we uh-huh. did get some some uh, announcements. You know, we did see some games, uh, some new games uh, revealed. Nothing too huge, I would say. I know that you mentioned some stuff, uh, some games that, that seemed um, pretty cool, and we'll get into those. But um, uh, they also had some, you know, some xCloud... Uh, yeah. Announcements, super exciting, and then of course the, the Game Pass stuff that I'm pretty stoked about. But yeah,
1: um, well, here's I the sp- thing, Andy. Uh, before Go we ahead. get going here, I think what you have to think about Xo19 is is not uh, Microsoft's E3 moment, right? It's it's an opportunity for them to focus on some of their smaller projects that aren't like AAA, but are still really exciting. There are mm-hmm. things that people are going to play several hours of this year, the next year, and it's stuff that people can look forward to. And like you said, it's going to be things that hit Game Pass. So yes. I think XO19 is more of a wrapping up of the current generation, and mm-hmm. E3 will be the start of the new generation, basically. Right. Uh, right. Phil Spencer did say that he did, they are going to be announcing some more projects pretty soon. Before uh, Microsoft is in full in uh, Scarlet mode, mm-hmm. so e- expect a bit more like XO nineteen coming up soon here, uh, beginning of next year or so. But I think if you have that anticipation and you're kind of understanding what is this from the get go, then you're probably not going to be as disappointed. Like you know earlier you mentioned there are people who are like, oh man, we should have heard about Scarlet, Scarlet, and that's yeah. that's still a year away. Like, right, right. There's, there's still, you know, the box is not done. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's, right. there's a lot to do still. So, for sure, yeah. Uh,
0: so Xo nineteen, what is it, Manny? Outside of E 3 2019, Xo nineteen is Microsoft's biggest event of the year, marketed as the annual global celebra- celebration of all things Xbox. The event is typically Microsoft's way of updating fans. Uh, on the things it announced at E3, as well as making big new announcements or providing first looks at upcoming games and/or hardware. So to your point, um, more of sort of like building upon whatever they, the 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 foundation that they laid at E3, right? So, yeah, yeah. Um, and then as far as. Uh, some of the updates that they gave us. And a lot of this information comes from tech radar, just, uh, mm-hmm. uh, just to, to credit our source. Um, but, uh, big updates to project X cloud, the vast majority of the ga- big news from X XO 19, revolves around Microsoft's cloud gaming platform, Project xCloud. At the show, Microsoft announced that it would be adding 50 new games to the service from 25 partners that include Madden NFL 50, Boo, Devil May Cry 5, (laughs) and Tekken 7. We also learned that xCloud uh, would be available on Windows 10 PCs in 2020 and will soon support additional gamepads from third-party controller manufacturers. Yeah, um,
1: including the DualShock Sony's controller.
0: Oh, nice. There you go. Uh they have a pro version of that, right?
1: Uh well, yes. do they? Not uh it's not an official. Yes, I think they have yeah, a, think. a lot of licensed ones, but nothing like the I
0: thought they they
1: do they? Not like the not like a I thought not like the the Elite. Not like Oh, the I don't elite. know. Oh man! Yeah, we need Somebody, it. we're not, not
0: PS4 nerds. We're not no. <laughs> PlayStation nerds, Andy. We wouldn't know about dude. those things.
1: Andy, I think this whole 50 games com- being added to Project X mm-hmm. Cloud, this is really huge, and there's a huge target on Stadia's back, dude. And I think Microsoft oh. has their aim down, dude.
0: Yeah, dude. And and, uh, I mean. So, I've seen and heard a few sort of, uh, you know, some of the stuff that's out there. And, of course, a lot of it is like, hey, look, I mean, if you've got good internet, then, you know, it should be a better experience. But, you know, expect to have some of the bugginess that comes with new technology. So, I think they're setting expectations
1: Mm -hmm. uh,
0: right from the get-go. But, you know, nothing like, uh, you know, Stadia with you know, a lot of the restrictive sort of uh, nature of the, the their new uh, console, right? Where you've got to have these really high benchmarks, uh, you know, to even use it, right? And uh, Yeah. So I don't know, man. Um, you know, I, I, now I'm super excited about xCloud, right? For me, mm-hmm. just as a consumer, I look at that, Uh, service as a way for me to be able to, for instance, monster hunter or destiny, right? Another game that I invested a lot of time in. Sure. Uh, You know, to do uh, sort of the menial tasks in those games, right? Go to the tower and collect your bounties, go to, you know, in my case, you know, the, uh, or whatever hub that you're going to go to. And, you know uh forge armor or weapons or dude, make yeah, sure that dude. you're yeah you know like those things or just run around and 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 collect the stuff right there's there are event quests that you can do that oh, yeah. that yield a lot of sort of mastery rank and decorations and and good uh rewards that first don't involve a lot of sort of of stuff of you other than just collecting gathering points, right? And, mm-hmm. and then, or collecting tracks, you know, so that you can have, yeah. you know, sweet monsters, sweet tempered monsters to to fight later on, you know, add to your investigations. All those things, super easy to knock out on a service like xCloud, right? Yeah, uh, And it doesn't even that,
1: matter if you have bad internet for those right. activities. Yes,
0: right. And I don't know that I would even on great internet use that service for like, you know, competitive multiplayer, you know, destiny, <laughs> yeah. PVP, like, you know, no, I, I think that if, I don't know, I think that especially at the, at its inception to think that you can accomplish those things, uh, you know, I think that's expecting too much, but, uh, but I'm super excited, man. And the fact that they're announcing so many games that are going to be supported by it's, it yeah. uh, is super cool. Super cool.
1: I'm, I'm excited about it just for the fact, like, just like, picture this, Andy. You're putting mm. out a fire, right? You're holding yes. the fire hose, oh, blazing yeah. inferno. You know, yes. burning cats running out. Then oh all gosh. of a sudden, you pull out your phone and then you log into Diablo three and you start <laughs> rolling, gambling with Kadala, Right? No, no, just <laughs> that just wouldn't work. Definitely that, wouldn't work.
0: Definitely that, wouldn't work,
1: <laughs> dude. It's, it doesn't even matter. Like you know, that's not gonna. That's not gonna ruin a that's not gonna uh you know it's 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 Slow not gonna down. take a lot of of uh of uh internet speed juice bandwidth yeah. there you go there's the word to do yeah. little stuff like that just like what we were talking about right I do uh, and then it's like so yeah you, you, Xcloud they're setting themselves up as just this this total platform that's an extension of your existing gaming library on Xbox or PC mm-hmm It's it's huge. It's great. And and I was listening to I I, I forgot exactly who it was. I think it was on kind of funny games. There was uh, one of the hosts were talking about how they were thinking about canceling their Stadia pre order because they're like, okay, it's coming out. Let's see what games I get. Am I going to play? And they're like, there's these are all old games. I don't want to play any of these games because I've already played them. There's not a huge library, and if I want to play any of them, you have to buy them all each individually. Yes. And you have a monthly fee yes. as well. Yeah. So and if you buy no games, you're still paying a
0: monthly fee. And you can only play with other Stadia players.
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah.
0: So And and xCloud, that wouldn't be the case, right? We would be with our friends list,
1: basically. Yeah, dude, this is turning into like a small allergy pill into a horse pill. Like Stadia is becoming harder and harder to swallow, especially with them talking about all the features that are just not even going to be ready when the thing launches and it's just more and more and more features. Yeah. And like, for instance, one thing that they recently just said was that, uh, you know, it works on your little Chromecast, the HD version, the 4k, whatever, Mm -hmm. but it only works on the one that they ship you with the controller. Yes. they will eventually fix it to where it'll work on anyone. But now it's like okay, yeah. So you're 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 starting this, you're you're uh, you're jumping on the bandwagon early, but it's like okay, well, I want to go play in my bedroom. I have to unplug my uh, my Chromecast and take it with me upstairs, and so it's like, what? Like, what is? Where's the promise of Stadia and all its glory? It's nowhere right. to be seen. Yeah. So exactly. Oh man, this is. Uh, I think. I think what Microsoft is doing with X Cloud is really eating Google's lunch right now. Yes. So I. I hope they rally. I really mm-hmm. do. I want to see Google like really bring some amazing stuff they that they've promised. Mm-hmm. But but I think at launch, uh, X Cloud is 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 the one to bet on.
0: Dude, for sure, man, for sure, and from the get go, it seems, but. But, uh, but yes, and, 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 uh, also from XO19, yes. any other thoughts on xCloud before we move
1: on? Oh, no, no, we, we can, we can keep going. Dude, I can, uh, man, I, I, I feel like I am always like dunking on Stadia whenever yes. we, this comes up. Yeah. I'm just I'm just saying what's in my brain, man. Yes. Just these well, thoughts it, rise up and it's like, wait a second. Certainly
0: you so. there are many other people that uh feel the same way, myself included. <laughs> um but uh but also from XO nineteen, we have we got some pretty awesome announcements in terms of game pass releases, man. Oh 50 yes. Fifty new games. Uh uh, again, from the Tech Radar, uh, yeah, uh, article: Fifty new games are coming to Xbox Game Pass. If you've been running low on games to download from Xbox Game Pass, I don't see how that's possible. <laughs> You'll be pleased to know that Microsoft announced at the show that fifty new games will be available on the service shortly, if not already, Manny. Uh, wow. Immediately after the show, you'll be able to download Rage 2 and Age of Empires 2 Definitive ed- Edition only on the PC, though. That's such a bummer. While- is it
1: Rage only on PC 2 or n- just Age no, no, of no, Empire?
0: No. no, no, Age of Empire. Rage gotcha, 2, I gotcha. believe, is uh, on the console. Yep. Coming okay. soon to PC, already available on uh, Xbox. Um,. And uh, let's see, uh, Rage uh, Rage 2, Age of Empire. Well, in the near future, you'll see Darksiders 3, The Witcher 3, OMG, super excited <laughs> about that. And Final Fantasy, I know a lot of people are, are really excited about all these Final Fantasies coming to uh, Game Pass, along with, uh, I believe, the um, uh, Kingdom Hearts series, if I'm not mistaken, correct?
1: Yeah, basically, uh, all of the Kingdom Hearts games kind of get you caught up. Up to speed with the new Kingdom Hearts. Yes. Uh, And I
0: want to say that, like, their latest uh, Kingdom Hearts was already available on Xbox. So. Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah, super cool, right? Um, some games of note, Manny. I don't know if you have any. Uh, I I know for me personally, Age of Empires would have been awesome to have on Xbox, but apparently it's only on PC. I'm gonna wow. have to con- confirm that. But that's already available on PC as of November. Wow, I guess 14. you're getting
1: a PC in 2019 then. <laughs> yes.
0: As of uh, November 14th, Age of Empire, uh, Age of Wonders, Planetfall. Uh, Hearts of Iron 4, Lego the Ninjago movie video game. Rage Whoa. 2, awesome. I'm definitely jumping on that one. Uh, dude, this one shocked me. Remnant from the Ashes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if you haven't played this game, you must download this game and play it right now. It was available for like, at launch, it was like a $40 game or something like that. Super cheap, yeah. but it's so So awesome. I know a lot of people sort of uh, compared it to uh, Dark Souls. I don't know that that's what it was, but it was uh, – I just know that it was an awesome game. Uh, I played it through uh, several times. I know that – I know Lurson and Eric were playing it, some of our friends from the um, sufficiently – no, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Outplayed. Outplayed, uh, yep. Outplayed podcast. That's Um, funny. They were playing it, um, among others. But look, if you have Game Pass, this should be towards the top of your list. It's not. Uh, it's not going to take you, but maybe thirty hours to finish it from beginning to end. Um, but it's a wonderful experience, um, and certainly, you know, more fun if you play in a public game, right? Because it's a little bit easier. But, uh, but absolutely, man, you guys should totally give that game a whirl. That surprised the heck out of me when I saw it available at, uh, on Game Pass. Um, and then, you know, we mentioned The Witcher. We had already heard Halo Reach was, was going to be available within um, the Master Chief collection, right? So, that'll be in there. Um yeah. What else, Manny? Anything else? What, you know, Witcher. Well, dude, I
1: had been feel. thinking about buying The Witcher 3. I just mm-hmm. haven't had time to actually play it. Well, there but, it is, Manny. But, um, you know, just playing Gwent, I'm like, I want to play The Witcher 3. I've never played it. Mm-hmm. This is great. Dude, how are they doing this? How are I they getting know. all these games and yeah. shoving them into Game Pass? Mm-hmm. It's crazy, man, because Game yeah. Pass is so cheap. Yes, I know, right? It's unbelievable. Uh, especially,
0: especially if you jumped on the whole three years for a dollar.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Dude, yeah. that's so and crazy. It's,
1: and it's like crazy. And they keep telling us that people who pl- buy <laughs> Game Pass actually spend more money on games than people who don't.
0: Well, Mandy, and are saw... playing
1: more games than people who don't. It's like I, I don't understand how that works.
0: I saw an article that said mm-hmm. uh and I'm sure you probably you are much more apprised of these uh stories than I am, but something about Gears 5 outselling Gears 4 even uh
1: with it being available on Game Pass? Yeah, it's it's crazy and yeah. um the outer worlds that mm-hmm. has now separate from game pass that has sold like way more than they expected yeah. like it's it's actually doing super well even mm-hmm. though it's on game pass like it's how insane. is this happening i don't know it's I don't, crazy
0: yeah. i i think that it just speaks to uh the service game pass is uh, an exceptional uh value Yes, um, and I don't know. Uh, hopefully, I don't know. It, it, hopefully, they'll they'll bring back a, a uh, an iteration of that. You know that that launch special that they gave us maybe for the <laughs> holidays or something. But yeah, yeah. If you can, if you can upgrade to uh, Ultimate even if they put a like a one year cap on it or something, you should absolutely do it. It's an incredible, incredible, incredible value. And even even at its sort of um you know the actual price, which I keep the regular
1: it, retail price. Is yeah. it
0: fifteen bucks or something like that?
1: Yeah, something like that. It's not it's not bad. It's if, not crazy.
0: Yeah, right. Uh it's uh it's an incredible value. You should absolutely uh consider it. And it's not, there's no contract, right? So even if you pay 15 bucks for Game Pass, when it releases a, a great game like Gears 5, you know, pay for it for that month, play yeah. your game for $15 and then cancel it. You know, it's like, why mm-hmm. wouldn't you? You know, it's it's a great value, but anyway. yeah. So there you go, Manny. Some Game Pass uh, announcements, some really good uh, Game Pass announcements. Uh, along with that, you know, some, some other stuff. I know we mentioned uh, some of the games that were... uh That were uh, premiered. Uh, You mentioned Everwild from Rare. Um, Yeah, that I mean, it looks really pretty, right? Uh, I'm not a huge Sea of Thieves, uh, (laughs) you know, fan, but I was never excited about that game even at the beginning. Um, But I mean, that's that that was uh, announced, and it looks uh, uh, very pretty. Um, I don't know if you have any more thoughts on that. No, Uh, what else? they gave us a
1: few early looks of some games that are coming up. I don't know. Nothing for me personally stuck out as noteworthy. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, it's kind of like, okay, if this game comes Mm -hmm. out, it's yes, it will be on game pass. Uh, then I'll check it out then. But now telling me about it way before Mm -hmm. it's out, it doesn't really do anything for me. Like grounded too. that was a, was that in exile or was that obsidian? It was one one of the studios. Yeah. Okay. It, it was just a a pretty cool game that a small portion of their studio has been working on. It's like a survival game and it's like honey, I shrunk the kids, right? You're just yeah. tiny in your backyard trying to survive. Right. So Yeah. Cute um, little stuff. Probably fun, but you know, we'll see when it comes out.
0: Yes. Yeah, exactly. So um, you know, uh smaller sort of uh, games but certainly mm-hmm. i'm i'm sure that they're going to be great when when they come out some really good um um uh devs right uh some yes. good studios behind those so sure. uh and then of course their their black friday deals we already sort of mentioned this a little yeah. bit in passing some plans to offer uh the uh xbox one s all digital at a very mm-hmm. good uh, price point 150 dollars uh, x1x and at, at somewhat of a decent uh you know 350 uh uh price points some specials on some of their controllers so um just you know stuff you know if you guys are all at all interested i encourage you to um you know look that stuff up you know x019 um announcements and and you know all the information that you could want is out there so
1: yeah there you go but- manny there you go. And we just uh real quick before we wrap this section up. Um I think Final Fantasy, I think that's a much bigger deal than we're making. I'm not a Final Fantasy player. Right. But I know that series is is huge and it coming to Xbox is a dream come true for some people. Yes. Yes. Yeah, and absolutely. they so in this announcement they did not uh, I think Final Fantasy 14 is that the MMO? I think yes. They're their new, um,
0: newest one, I believe.
1: Yeah. But Phil Spencer did say that, yes, that was not a part of the announcement. It's not coming uh, yet, but but he said, you know, they're working extremely hard to bring that to Xbox, and he's basically all but guaranteed that will happen. Yes. So, And the nice but, thing about that game is it doesn't matter if you're playing on PlayStation or your PC or whatever. It's the same account. You log in here, you log in there, and it's you have everything with you. Yes. So for them yes. to tie in that, that cross-play, cross-save with Xbox, that'd be pretty awesome for people. Very cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, again, we're, we're not the biggest Final Fantasy players, but the announcements were like, uh, t- like 7, like 9, 10, I think all the way up until... um 100.
1: Yes, right. 14
0: <laughs> basically is the only one that you're not getting... Um, but all of them are in there, the remastered versions. Yeah. Uh, just uh, again, Google up uh, the Xbox Game Pass announcements for 2019 2020, and uh, you'll see all of those games listed.
1: <clears throat> well, moving on, my friend, let's talk a little Ooh. bit about ExileCon. Dude, this and, is Manny, um, AKA Manny G,
0: oh. written all <laughs> over it. <laughs>
1: I I have played a bit of Path of Exile. Yes. Yeah. So um, I I I'm not playing currently. I haven't played for a few seasons, but mm-hmm. I'm I'm sure I'm going to be playing it here again soon. Mm-hmm. But uh, this this article is from GameStop. So um, wait, is it Game Spot? Oops. Game Spot. Yeah. Game Spot. There you go. I was like, wait, that's a store, <laughs> those, dude. Those okay. two little letters. <laughs> yes, indeed. So uh, uh, the first ever Path of Exile fan convention, ExileCon, just took place this weekend in Mm -hmm. New Zealand. So this is crazy, Andy. New Zealand Zealand is so far away from anywhere except like Australia and stuff. But it is super far. So the only people that went are the like super fans. Right. And they went. There was a lot of people there the the event went very, very well. And there was a couple of technical hitches here and there, but by and large, it was a great event. Mm-hmm. And uh, as the article goes on, it says, the event kicked off with a bang as the keynote address with founder Chris Wilson included lots of big announcements and reveals. And let's see. The first thing that they announced here was Path of Exile 2. So... The way Path of Exile works is it's a free-to-play game and they're always updating it. About four Mm -hmm. times a year, they have something pretty big as far as expansions, leagues, things to do, seasonal, and then they have their full-on standard that, that never really changes. They add things to it from the leagues. So you can jump in every few months and start a league, have a great time with new mechanics and new different things that they've been working on. But one thing they do is they do these huge releases, like a uh, 2.0, 3.0, where they add something massive. 3.0, they added a bunch of acts. I think they're up to like 10 acts or something like that. Mm. It was like one, two, three, and when they announced it, it was a big deal. It's it was just adding so much content to the game, so people were anticipating something similar with mm-hmm. with a 4.0 they said right. last year that this game has to compete with diablo 4 they're like right. it just has to because diablo 4 they knew would completely eat their lunch well, last mm. year diablo 4 wasn't even announced yet so they had <laughs> so they were like whoo <laughs> oh yeah you know what? They, ha- they have, they have, I guarantee you, they have inside information from Blizzard. They understand what's going down, what Blizzard's doing. So they know they have to compete. So mm-hmm. instead of just, you know, sitting on their hands, they've worked really, really hard and they have created Path of Exile 2, which is coming out in about a year or so. Yeah. Nice. So they have, um, so they announced this and, uh, and, and I'm watching this. I got, I got, uh, to watch this while I was working mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll tell you how that works if you're curious, but mm-hmm. anyways, <laughs> um, the, the crowd explodes, dude. they're so happy and so excited. So what's because, happening is because I'm sure they're not expecting a no,
0: sequel, right? They're probably like, Oh, leaks. it's a, another, another yeah. act, right? Yeah. yeah.
1: No leaks at all. No one knew any of these, these announcements here. Mm -hmm. So completely shocked to people. So, um, and, uh, so, so what it is basically is they're adding seven, uh, it's, it's a new game basically with seven acts total Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in addition to the already 10 or whatever, but it's a completely separate campaign. It takes place like 10 or 20 years after Path of Exile one right but the way they're doing it is that they don't want to lose those years they've been spending like the last seven years making path of exile one what it is the problem with a sequel is that it's lacking all of these things that made the original so special Mm -hmm. look at destiny 2 whenever we got destiny 2 how much of destiny 1 did we really really miss a lot of it right we couldn't just go kill oryx we had to log into a different game Right. So Path of Exile 2 is a part of Path of Exile 1. Mm-hmm. So all of the the microtransactions you've ever bought, because that's how this is funded, it's all like cosmetics and stuff like that, apart from like stash tabs, you can buy those and stuff. All of that stuff you get to keep. So nice. it's, it's uh, if you're a Path of Exile player, then you're probably already know all this information. If you're not a player, then me explaining a lot of these details isn't going to do a whole lot for you. Right. But I'm going to try just a little bit. Hmm. So you have different classes, right? And each class kind of uh, you you come to a certain level and a certain uh, point in the game where you choose like an ascendancy. You have to do this whole trial, which is actually really great and really cool. Um, but there's 19 ascendancies in the game now. They're going to be adding 19 more. So it's as though you could almost think of them as like classes, Mm -hmm. sort of. They're a way to specialize your character in a sense. So they're adding, they're almost doubling it, which is really crazy. All new armor and stuff. And what they're doing is that they have completely updated the graphics to like 2019 standards, basically. Okay. Uh So the game has been looking long in the tube for a long time because a lot of the character models they made... Uh, the game's been live for like seven years, but they made a lot of the character models like years before. Right. Because this game, this whole studio was founded by three people. So it's, it's really cool. The game, the, they, they showed playing through the first act. The game looks amazing. It looks incredible. It looks very, very well-made, beautiful. Mm -hmm. So pleased with how it looks. Uh, they added a bunch of other stuff. Uh, one thing they added was shapeshifting. Mm-hmm. So think of like druid in Diablo Four, right? But so they have like it's like a werewolf. Looks really good. Animation super smooth, going in and out of animations looks great, right? So there are so many things. What Chris Wilson said is that what Path of Exile Two is is they are looking at all the things and all the 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 shortcomings of Path of Exile Two. And they're looking to just completely change all those things and fix them with this new version. right? So it's a big deal. It's really great. Mm -hmm. And the best thing of all is that it's free. This game is a 100% free to play. Mm -hmm. And it is the type of game that people have played for thousands of hours. Like there's this one streamer, his name is uh, Zizarin. Mm -hmm. He streams Path of Exile 2 for a living. He has over 19,000 hours in this game. Holy crap. That's crazy. Dude. Yes. Insane. And there are plenty of people who play this game every single night. It is their main hobby and it's, it's a great game. It is a lot of fun. There's so much going on. Um, so I'm going to skip a lot of these details because, um, it's just specific things that they're doing that only Path of Exile players are going to really care about, like adding right. new support gems and changing the way um, they're, they're actually kind of revamping the way you you um, get skills. So you don't just have skills based on your class mm-hmm. where you just kind of like as you level up, you get more skills. Skills are gems that you find or buy in the world. Okay. And if you equip this gem, then you can do that skill. Mm-hmm. So they have this thing called links where you have your main skill and you could put a support skill, support gem that is linked to it, that alters it. Mm -hmm. You can have six link items. So you can do all kinds of things to modify your skill. So they're changing the way that works to make the game more approachable for new players that kind of help it to kind of make more sense because it does have some complicated systems they're mm-hmm. doing a lot to make it more approachable without taking away any of the depth. Mm-hmm. And from what I've seen, they have accomplished it. So nice. I'm super excited for that. Very cool. Okay. Next announcement, Andy, oh, is no. Path of Exile Mobile.
0: So so what you're telling me is that they condensed uh-huh. two years of BlizzCon into one big announcement. So, so like <laughs> but they did it right. You know, they said, Hey, yes. we're giving you Path of Exile 2. OMG. Yeah. Excitement, and, excitement. And mobile. And they just yes. sneak that one in
1: <laughs> Yeah. Well, here's here's how they did. It. They didn't even sneak it in. I absolutely love and completely respect grinding gear games. So okay. the way they announced it was like this is an experimental project. I don't even know if this will be a real thing for us. But this is what we've been working on. This is how it started. This you know, the, this one guy had this idea to do it, and we're like, nope, that's dumb. No, this could work. Okay, let's see. It works, and they're like, here we go. You guys can go try it on the third floor. Tell us what you think. Mm-hmm. We'll build this game together. And he it, and it basically said, you know what? Mobile games have always been crap. They are crap because they do nothing but try to extract money from their players. Mm -hmm. They're like, we will not do this. We will not put any of these garbage mechanics to where you're paying extra money for extra energy or whatever these dumb things are, right? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So they're saying, you know what? Back when Path of Exile launched free-to-play games on PC, those were kind of a joke too. And we've Mm -hmm. shown you that we can do it right. So Mm -hmm. they're like, you know, we'll do this project And we're going to do it right. Um, They showed the game and it looked great. It Mm -hmm. looked really cool. So, uh, hey, man, I'll play it. It comes out. If it comes out, if it ever comes out, you know, I'll definitely download it and play it. So I I actually thought it was pretty great, to be honest. Very cool, dude. It looked good. And it's like, it's like, my goodness, it's funny. Okay. So I'm going to, I know I'm talking a lot, Andy.
0: No, it's okay. You're but. the you're the subject matter expert. <laughs> I'm over I'm here scrolling to, through the GameSpot article yeah. like, "Oh, <laughs>
1: hmm. I'm going to dump <laughs> on Blizzard just a little bit." Okay. I have been yeah, a Blizzard fan for over a decade. For a very long time, I have loved Blizzard's games and I've respected them as a developer for a long time. But nothing kind of brings mm. out the hidden hubris of a developer whenever you see a clear contrast like grinding gear games so the 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 guy who started the studio uh chris he is he is a beloved person on this earth people absolutely love him because of how genuine he is how honest he is chris wilson mm-hmm. And how upfront he is about answering questions. He doesn't shy away from any hard question ever. So I'm watching this presentation and you can see and feel the nerves. And later on, he actually, I'm not going to read it, but he wrote a Reddit post where he kind of did some reflection at the end of Path of Exile. And he was basically saying that um, this this weekend was the most profound weekend of his life, Mm -hmm. basically. He was on the verge of tears, like uh, uh, as he was uh, doing the the beginning presentation, announcing Path of Exile 2 and hearing everyone's response. And during the con, people were coming up to him and they were telling him, Chris, during that, the opening ceremonies, I was in tears. I was just so blown away by what you guys have been doing. Mm-hmm. He's like a genuine person and it is so beautiful. To see this person and the studio, hundreds of people so passionate about what they're doing and so honest and, and, um, uh, what's the word? So, um, um, just, just open and upfront and willing to listen. Whereas, like Blizzard last year, when you think about Immortal, Diablo Immortal, mm. it was like a used car salesman telling you how much you're going to love. The uh, the the fur on the seats, right? Right. Yeah. The fuzzy so it, dice. Yes, exactly. And so it is a absolute huge contrast. Now we did see with BlizzCon, I will say Diablo Four, how the developers are asking and welcoming feedback, and that is fantastic. That is very very positive. Um, but at the same time. Uh, watched a lot of their interviews in like Quinn 69. He's like asking questions to developers while he's playing Diablo four. And the, the you know, the developers, they have an answer for not just Quinn. I'm not just going to point out just whatever developer was uh, answering questions, but almost every developer I saw, because there was multiple developers answering questions to different streamers. They had their minds made up. It seems in a lot of ways, mm-hmm Uh, But then after they said, you know, they're open for feedback and stuff like this grinding gear games. It's more of an open discussion Mm. to where you have ideas and he tells you why or why not. doesn't just say we feel this. He tells you exactly why they think that. And you can give an idea and they're like, that is a good idea. I'm literally writing this down. I'm going to bring up that up to the team on Monday, stuff like that. And it's like, this is a completely different studio than most other game studios. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm extremely impressed by them. Um, all right, moving on. They uh, talked about Path of Exile 3.9, mm-hmm. the next League, Metamorphosis, uh, that's coming up. So a lot of cool things. And then lastly, they announced that Path of Exile is coming in 2020 to Mac OS.
0: Oh, yay. So, can, so I can play can... it on my little MacBook Air <laughs> is what you're telling yes? me.
1: I think so, and I don't it was think there's like,
0: enough memory on here, but <laughs> <laughs> there
1: might not be. But so that was um, my super fast rundown of Exile Con, and mostly my my emotional uh, uh, response to the con as a whole. Yes, uh, I know for the studio. This was an incredible moment for mm-hmm. those passionate fans who actually got themselves to New Zealand. It was an amazing experience for them as well. Right. So, it's great. Path of Exile is is a beautiful amazing game and yes. with with an extremely bright future. For sure.
0: I know a lot of people love the implementation of that game um and, and you know really Like, quietly, it's maintained its player base, right? Like, uh, I think where Warframe, people love it, love it, love it, but then here lately, it's been like, well, you know, all these announcements, and like, when are we going to get new stuff, you know? And uh, I know folks are starting to get a little antsy uh, over there, but uh, Path of Exile, man, POE, man, seems like they they just, you know, they keep everybody really happy with with how they're monetizing Mm -hmm. and how... You know the the um the pace at which they update the game and
1: yeah um very that's fast. good
0: man because that's a that's a hard thing to do right
1: yeah um, in in live. his uh his Reddit post he actually thanked uh, uh rep Ford from Digital Extremes mm-hmm. uh he said thanks for sharing all your wisdom about TechnoCon it saved me from making a lot of mistakes oh, that's so right TechnoCon
0: yeah they they have yeah. their own yeah yeah very cool so man
1: it's, yeah it it is um. it's great like it's funny because I I, I really like Path of Exile I don't play it all the time Mm -hmm. but I like grinding your games quite a bit I Mm -hmm. wish they had more money so they could you know do all the things they want to do Mm -hmm. but it's the kind of developer that like you feel good supporting them and you think of them as people that you really care about whereas a lot of games you're playing and it's like oh man I just hate Activision or whatever, you know what I mean? Yay, Just like Activision, yeah, that yeah. Bethesda. Yeah. And it's hard to put a face with those studios because of how they've done us, right? Yeah. They've, they've <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know, man. Well, Ubi here
0: lately too.
1: I know, man. It's <sighs> crazy. Yeah. Crazy world, man. Well,
0: cool, man. I, it, You know, it makes me want to uh, re-download because I downloaded it. Uh, re-download yeah. Path of Exile on my Xbox uh, and uh, see let's what it's all it,
1: about. Let's do it, man. This new league that's coming out for Path of Exile here in like a few weeks or whenever it is, really soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's do it, man. Let's play it. Okay. Let's download it. Let's play it. And Diablo 3, Path of Exile. Let's go, man. <laughs> Time for the RPGs. <laughs> there you
0: go. There you go. Awesome, dude. So th-
1: that's it, man. That's the show, buddy. Well,
0: we gave the people another... Hour plus episode. <laughs> oh man. I hope Dude, my happy. voice is not happy.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. My friends, thank you so much for hanging out with us and a special thank you to all of our Patreon supporters. We really appreciate that uh, donation you guys make to us. Yep. It, it helps us quite a bit. And uh, thank you so much. Um, if you would like to become a part of our community, Just go over to GamingAdventureClub.com slash Discord and jump right in, my friends. That's right. We have all
0: the electrolytes you could want.
1: Yes, indeed. (laughs) (laughs) So until next time, my friends, have an adventurous week and take care of each other.